We are. We are. We are MLHS. Milwaukee Lutheran is special to me because it really helped develop me as a person. And I tell these kids, I, I ask them, how many of you think that you can be millionaires? You know, and I say, you know what, every hand should go up because all you need to do is get started early, be disciplined, and believe in it, and it can happen. And so, you know, for the most part, I think that these kids are really buying in. Maybe why I am today. Most identify as Christian. Um, these kids, when they, the first book that they get when they come into the school is the Bible, Word of God. They are in chapel three days a week. Um, and it's the most important thing that we do, so there's no skipping out on chapel. Uh, and, you know, we're trying to teach these kids, you know, some of these kids aren't getting any of this stuff at home, that they are loved, that we want them to succeed, that, um, that if, they, if they are disciplined, they follow the rules, they take the leap of faith with us, that their lives can be better than what it is that they're seeing now. It showed me how Christ can really move somebody. It really focuses you on the fact that there are so many things that other kids get outside of school, such as how to manage finances, what's going on in the world, how do you achieve wealth, that is just not being taught in our inner city communities or in a lot of times is being rejected in our inner city community. You know, there are a lot of people in the inner city community that are telling these kids, you know, that the, the deck is stacked against them and that racism is going to prevent them from being able to do anything. And I'm gonna drill it in their heads that, you know, all of these other obstacles are things that can be overcome you know, whereas, you know, a couple generations back, they couldn't be, or, you know, it was a much harder uh, climb up the hill. Now, you know, the biggest fight that we have is an internal one where we are rejecting the, uh, the concepts and the behaviors that will ultimately allow us to be able to succeed. It furthered my love for education. Um, one of the things that I'm doing in my business success course is um, because of the cultural dynamics that we deal with here, one of the things that I have here is called a Dress for Success Week, where we talk about presentation skills. You know, um, how do you shake hands? How do you make that eye contact? How do you speak to people? How do you, you know, how do you dress yourself? And one of the things that we did last year, and I'm hoping to do this year, is to outfit each one of the students in my class with a signature professional piece of clothing. So a suit for the boys with a shirt, tie, socks, shoes, um, you know, all of that, pantsuit or whatever is appropriate for the girls so that they've got at least one professional outfit so they can, you know, they can do for graduation, they can do for interviews, they've got stuff for, you know, uh, outings, you know, parties or whatever it is, networking events, that sort of thing. You know, obviously an 18-year-old boy, that suit is only going to last for so long, but it makes the point, you know, how, you know, you present yourself is going to make a difference in how you succeed in business. We are. We are. We are. If you have $100 in a savings account and the interest rate is 2% per year, if the money is left to grow, how much would you have after five years?
A. More than $102 B. Exactly $102 Or C. Less than $102 The correct answer is A. More than $102 Which is likely to have a safer return on investment? A single company stock or stock in a mutual fund? 44% of you don't know the answer to that question. And according to the most recent financial industry regulatory authority financial literacy quiz, 37% of Americans can't answer more than half of these basic financial literacy questions correctly. But do you know who can answer these questions? The Milwaukee Lutheran High School students who are enrolled in Shannon Whitworth's Free Enterprise Academy. Hi, Kevin Nicholson here. Thank you for joining us again on No Better Friends Right Idea Podcast as we continue to explore the school choice movement in Wisconsin. School choice is working and driving positive results in our state. And today we'll see that firsthand as we stop by a school located only a couple miles from my first home in Milwaukee. Welcome to Milwaukee Lutheran. As you listen to our tour, remember, children don't have time for politicians to fix broken schools which is why it is so critical that parents have options when it comes to finding the right school that best meets the needs of their kids. And I'm your tour guide, Amelia. Today, we're getting an eye-opening lesson in economics from Milwaukee Lutheran's Free Enterprise Academy director, Shannon Whitworth. And you know, I come in and I tell these kids, I, I ask them, how many of you think that you can be millionaires? You know, and I say, you know what? Every hand should go up because all you need to do is get started early, be disciplined, and believe in it, and it can happen. And so, you know, for the most part, I think that these kids are really buying in. So, you know, and I try and tell these kids, whoever controls your money controls you, okay? And it's been great up to now because, you know, it's generally your parents, but, you know, you're coming out, you know, into the adult world that is looking to kick you in the rear end. And so you have to be aware of, you know, how this is all gonna play itself out and what it is that you need to do in order to be in control of your own lives. And so, you know, this is what we're trying to do with the Free Enterprise Academy. We're trying to teach these kids that, you know, free market principles, a lot of these kids, they don't understand the difference between capitalism and socialism. They didn't know. You tell these kids, you don't need that credit card. Um, it used to be, you know, when I went to college, um, you had to apply for a card. They, you know, some of them sat you down in front of a movie and told you, you know, you had to uh, pay this back. When I took my, my student loan out for law school, I had to sit down in front of a movie that basically said, you took this money, you have to pay it back. Nowadays, if you breathe on a mirror and fog comes out, you can get credit. You know, and I tell them, like, you know, there's a reason for that. You know, they did a they did research. I said, these companies, they know you better than you know you. They understand that your first credit card means f financial freedom to you. And you will hold on to that card because it is an emotional sign of your freedom. I tell them about the fact, I say, these payday loan stores are not your friends. The title loans, the rent to own stores. They're smiling at you, but they are robbing you blind. And I said, there's a reason why these places only show up in the hood and military bases and see the light come on. All of these lessons that these kids are getting, um, they weren't getting before. And it's pretty compelling what they do with that information once they learn it. 
I've introduced several now students to financial advisors. Um, you know, who uh, either are Milwaukee Lutheran graduates or just want to help. Now to go back, the Free Enterprise Academy, which I, I haven't seen anything at the high school level like this at all anywhere. Um, I really haven't. And it was all the brainchild of a gentleman by the name of Bill Nazgivitz. Uh Bill is the uh, founder, uh, board chair, all around Grand Poobah of an organization called Heartland Advisors. It's a financial services company down on Milwaukee's east side. We wanted to show people how to use the tools of free enterprise in order to lift themselves out of poverty. Um, didn't really want to do it at the college level because by that time it might be too late. You know, um, over half of uh, college freshmen can't pass a basic financial literacy exam. Um, so he wanted to try and do it at the high school level and Bill is a Milwaukee Lutheran graduate. So as you can see, there were a lot of pieces that had to kind of come together to be where it is that we are now uh, and really try to put Milwaukee Lutheran on the map as a school choice program that is working for these students. Where there's a will, there's a way. The teachers at Milwaukee Lutheran High School are quite literally giving students the tools they need to lift themselves out of poverty. 90% of this student body is school choice. It's either the Milwaukee Choice Program or the Wisconsin Program. We're a student of, I believe, 845 students at this time. 85% are, this year, 85% are African American. Trickling of Caucasians, Asians, and Latinos. If you look at the three different schools in the Lutheran High School Association, each one has a different feel. Uh, you've got a lot more Hispanic uh, neighborhood kids and international students down at Martin Luther, and obviously you can understand the demographic that you're going to get out in Pewaukee. This one here is majority black, economically disadvantaged kids. And so the 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 entire school is choice school. I, you know, there may be one or two scholarships, but for the most part, these are economically disadvantaged inner city black kids. You know, a lot of people come in with a lot of preconceived notions about what these kids are like, you know, and obviously some of these kids have an edge to them because, you know, they've seen a lot of violence and they've seen a lot of dysfunction. But you know what? These are teenagers. Quite frankly, some of them, all they're looking for is for somebody to lay down some rules, some boundaries, and some. Most of these kids understand that. Most of these kids, they want it. Okay, they want it because you know what? The, what that tells them is that somebody cares. Okay, if if I didn't, if if I wasn't constantly, you know, saying, you know what, you're gonna get yourself in line, you know, because I love you and you know I think that you can do this. You know, these kids don't hear that sometimes. They don't hear it a lot. Um, and so, you know, just the fact that we're providing that for them, we're providing those rules, those boundaries, and those limitations, uh, sometimes that's enough for the student themselves to keep them in line. A few years ago, the CEO of the Lutheran High School Association of the Greater Milwaukee Area, Cole Brown, attended graduation. And while he was shaking hands with graduates and asking them what their future plans were after high school, he was disappointed to hear that many of them didn't have a plan. And so he said, you know, this is not just a diploma mill. 
You know, uh, if we're not giving these kids practical skills and a plan, then we're not serving them at all. And so out of that was born something called the Red Knight Institute. And uh, what the Red Knight Institute is, uh, is a group of five in-house academies that are designed to more customize the learning experience here at Milwaukee Lutheran High School. So you have an art academy, which teaches marketable skills in art, like graphic design. Uh, Lutheran Printing Services is actually a student-run business that's run out of uh, this building. You have an urban education academy. Those students will make a commitment to come back and teach in an urban environment, and they can earn scholarships to college based upon that commitment. I think we had maybe five or six students who got full-ride scholarships to college last year based upon their work with Urban Ed. You have an Honors Academy, which is exactly as it sounds. Uh, these are the kids that are 3.5 or better, uh, AP courses, you know. Um, it's, that one's actually being run by Dr. David Borst, who is the former dean of the School of Business at Concordia University. Um, you know, those kids are going to go on to college and they're going to do great things. But we also recognize that college is not for everyone. And so we have what's called a career academy, uh, which is actually our largest academy, and that teaches trade skills. And so my academy is sort of the last piece of that puzzle, the Free Enterprise Academy. And what we're doing, what I love about it is that it dovetails very nicely into what the other academies are trying to accomplish. We're taking these concepts of free enterprise, free markets, uh, financial literacy, self-discipline, entrepreneurship. We're taking those concepts and incorporating them into the existing curriculum and creating new courses and programming around those concepts. So at the end of a student's sophomore year here at Milwaukee Lutheran, uh, should they choose, they can declare for an academy, they can declare for more than one, they can declare for none at all. But if you declare for a specific academy, then the counselors start to steer your junior and senior year coursework towards uh, you know, that particular discipline. And so with regard to the Free Enterprise Academy, you know, obviously you're going to take uh, accounting, you're going to take economics. Um, you know, there's a lot of free enterprise uh, training that's being done even at the lower levels. They're being embedded in courses like American history and government and civics and that sort of thing. And then ultimately in the Free Enterprise Academy, these students will finish off by taking my capstone course which is called the business success course. And so it's a more practical uh, view of how do you run a business? What's the planning field? How do you build wealth? How do you invest? How do you uh, create business? How do you grow that business? Um, all those steps uh, along the way that you know, you're really not getting the nuts and bolts of we're trying to provide here. And so hopefully most of these students, when they graduate from Milwaukee Lutheran High School, will have skills or a plan or both so that they can go out and they can compete with um, you know, every other student and child out there and hopefully have an advantage. Shannon ensures that his students not only have a plan for when they graduate, he also helps them build a resume with relatable skills and experiences. We uh, started an application process for the Red Knight Cafe. So these kids have to do an application and one of the things that they have to do is they have to tell us why they want to join and then they have to sit down with me and they have to go through an interview. And one of them was, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you her name, but she's like, you know, 
I live in a house with six other kids. Some are blood relatives, some aren't. And my mom has got so much stuff going on that if I don't earn money for myself, then I'll never be able to take the dance lessons that I want to take. You know, and, but she was very matter-of-factly about it. She was very positive in that she knew that there was a way that she could earn money to, you know, make this happen. But also, um, one of the things that I'm doing in my business success course is um, because of the cultural dynamics that we deal with here, one of the things that I have here is called a Dress for Success Week, where we talk about presentation skills. You know, um, how do you shake hands? How do you make that eye contact? How do you speak to people? How do you, you know, how do you dress yourself? And one of the things that we did last year and I'm hoping to do this year is to outfit each one of the students in my class with a signature professional piece of clothing so a suit for the boys with a shirt tie socks shoes um, you know all of that pantsuit or whatever is appropriate for the girls so that they've got at least one professional outfit so they can you know they can do for graduation they can do for interviews they've got stuff for you know uh outings you know parties or whatever it is networking events that sort of thing you know obviously an 18 year old boy that suit is only going to last for so long but it makes the point you know how you know you present yourself is going to make a difference in how you succeed in business. She decides that she's going to want to, uh, you know, go to college. She's going to be able to put this on a res on, on the college application. Absolutely. Or she's going to be able to go out to a job and she's going to say, yeah, I already, I've already run a business. I, That's an real advantage. Life skills. That's it's a real life skill. It's something, you know, I mean, you don't have to sit around and say, what can this kid do for me? This kid's got a liberal arts education. They triple major, but what can they do? You know, I couldn't do anything. You know, these kids are getting those practical skills, and, and not only that, but they're learning the rules of the game early. They're getting the practice at it early because we're not spoon-feeding them this stuff. Beyond great professional skills, Shannon and the faculty at Milwaukee Lutheran High School are ensuring that their students graduate with the faith and confidence to believe in themselves and their goals. Like I said, a couple of days ago, I went in and I showed these kids a, uh, a compound interest calculator, you know, because it's one thing to talk about how you win using compound interest or how you can bury yourself in credit card and, and debt uh, with compound interest. It's another thing to actually see it. And we went through, you know, all of these amounts because all these kids are juniors and seniors. And I said, you go out, you at 18 years old, let's say that you're, you're, getting a paycheck right off the bat you're take you're being paid uh, every two weeks and you're able to take two hundred dollars and uh, take two hundred dollars out of every paycheck and put it in a nice little growth stock mutual fund that's earning on average 12 percent and let's just say that you just get in the habit of doing it you just get in the habit of doing it until you're 50 years old and I typed in all those numbers and boom up came 1.7 million dollars and just the looks on their faces, a couple of the heads kind of snapped back and they were like, well, this is all I need to do, you know? And I said, you know, most of you, I'm, uh, I'm hoping and praying that you all have long, healthy, prosperous lives. If you follow just this, and I said, you know, in a couple of years, you know, $200, setting aside $200 is not gonna seem like that big of a deal. I can promise you that. 
Um, and you can be almost a multimillionaire by the time you're 50 years old. You think that that's going to change you? Do you think that then you have the ability to go out and do God's work? You think that you're going to be able to have a legacy? Do you think that you can build a business and hire from within the community and create prosperity from the inside out? It becomes pretty easy to see how that's done when you got $1.7 million, doesn't it? And they're all like, yeah, okay, okay. Now, not everyone is going to do that. But you know what? I got a few kids who are actually getting it. It's starting to sink in. And, um, you know, what I'm hoping for, again, is that these kids go out, you know, maybe spend a couple of years either perfecting their craft or going on to college, working their way up the corporate ladder. And then they, you know, they go out on their own. They strike out on their own. Be aggressive. Grow that business. Grow that business from within the community, you know, and create wealth from the inside out, which in my opinion is the only way that you're ever going to get any sort of peace and order in these communities. Any sense of justice is to have some prosperity and have prosperity coming in in a fashion that can't be taken away by government fiat. It really focuses you on the fact that there are so many things that other kids get outside of school, such as how to manage finances, what's going on in the world, how do you achieve wealth, that is just not being taught in our inner city communities, or in a lot of times is being rejected in our inner city community. You know, there are a lot of people in the inner city community that are telling these kids uh, you know, that the, the deck is stacked against them and that racism is going to prevent them from being able to do anything. Uh, one of the first speakers that I had here at, uh, for the Free Enterprise Academy uh, in the fall of 2018 was a gentleman by the name of Orlando Caesar. He's a black gentleman, 35 years worth of corporate experience with AstraZeneca down in Chicago. And he came up here to speak to our kids. And he, you know, before we started speaking, or before he started speaking, he asked me, you know, is there anything that you specifically want me to address or stay away from? And I told him, I don't want any victims, okay? Because when they leave this building there are so many other people out there telling them what they can't do while they're in here we're going to focus on what they can do okay and i'm going to drill it in their heads that you know all of these other obstacles are things that can be overcome you know whereas you know a couple generations back they couldn't be or you know it was a much harder uh climb up the hill now you know the biggest fight that we have is an internal one where we are rejecting the, uh, the concepts and the behaviors that will ultimately allow us to be able to succeed. It truly takes a whole community, and the students of Milwaukee Lutheran High School have a strong support system guiding them along the path to success. A key to keeping students on track is pushing them and holding them to the highest standards so that they can see the results and change in their own lives. So this year we have a one fight policy, one and you're gone, coming here to Milwaukee Lutheran for some of these kids is a culture shock. You know, I can't tell you how many times 
I and other teachers here at Milwaukee Lutheran are out in the halls telling the young men to pull up their pants, you know, and tell them, you know, nobody is going to respect you in business when you've got your pants down below your ass. Okay, that's just not the way the world works. You have to be, you know, you have to step up your game if you want to rise in your socioeconomic stature and if you want to be taken seriously as a professional these are the things that you're going to have to do you know but we are trying to create a culture here um, one that is going to create an environment where these kids their their first priority is the books and they know that they're here to get a job done and to succeed we want them to have fun here we want them to love their time here we want them to uh, do all the things that you know normal high school students do and there's so many good things the teachers here are just astounding um, you know, I talked to you a little bit about uh, Reverend Lasley and all the things that he's got going on. You know, you've got um, Mr. Forky, who's an old school dude, you know, and I tell you what, he loves the heck out of these kids. Um, you know, he's the guy in the hall telling them where to go, you know, when they're running late. And you know what? They stand up and they listen. But you also got right next to there uh, Carissa Im, little white girl. But you know what? She handles her classroom and she's constantly dragging kids out, you know, telling them, you know what? Your behavior is not acceptable and you're going to change it and then you're going to come back in here. And you know what? These kids love them, okay? And they listen. They, they, they're really, I think, starting to understand. It's, it's inspiring work to see, you know, these teachers and what it is that they do with these students on an individual level. It's really inspiring to see how much these students love their teachers. You know, you think that um, you're investing all of this energy and it's all one way, it's not. Um, it's, 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 it's inspiring to see when you uh, go into chapel and see, you know, these kids respond to the scripture and respond to the music. Uh, and respond to the messages that they're being told on, you know, life and, you know, how to react to the negative things that happen to you in your life, how to react to the positive things that happen. You're going to have so many success stories coming out of there. It's just it's such a wonderful thing to see. You know, here at Milwaukee Lutheran, the work that these teachers are doing and they're, they're working with these kids, these kids now, you know, a lot of these kids are going to have a future where they may not have had such a good one before. Some of these kids may have dropped out. Some of these kids may have left, uh, in, you know, the state or, you know, uh, may have gone on to do some other stuff that may not have been so uh, wonderful. When we end our day, our day ends at 318 every day and maybe about three minutes before then we have uh, announcements over the PA system and generally it's uh, Joel Barr who is our vice principal you know and he'll go through all the announcements after that we have a prayer and then he always ends the day with I love you and more importantly he loves you and then have a great day and these kids have gotten so used to say to hearing that that even at graduation when he, he closes the graduation ceremony and he repeats that you hear it back from all the students they get it they want to be here they know that they're safe they know that they have a place where they can worship they know that um, you know we are invested in their success all they've got to do is um, follow along 
and we can provide them with something that they could not have gotten somewhere else. The results are undeniable. Milwaukee Lutheran High School students are getting higher math and reading scores than their public school counterparts. They also have a higher school on track post-secondary readiness score of 91.4% and an attendance rate of 91.4%. These numbers blow Milwaukee public schools out of the water, a district that only has a 67.7% on track post-secondary readiness score and a 34.3% district attendance rate. Showing up is the first key to success. Many of these families live in poverty in inner-city Milwaukee, so the results of Milwaukee Lutheran High School are truly life-changing, transforming the narrative and the trajectory of these students' futures. One of the arguments that uh, people make against school choice is that the choice schools are literally just cherry-picking the best students out of these schools and um, therefore raising our performance levels up. Well, at Milwaukee Lutheran, we have something, it doesn't fall under the Red Knight Institute, but we have something called the Freshman Preparatory Academy. And what that is for is that if we're bringing a student on to Milwaukee Lutheran High School and we don't think that they're academically prepared for a freshman curriculum, we will essentially redshirt them for a year to bring their skills up to the point where they can uh, handle a freshman uh, curriculum. Essentially, they'll finish in five, but they'll finish. If we were cherry-picking the top students out of every school, there would be absolutely no need for us to have a freshman preparatory academy. So, you know, I'm sure that other schools do it different ways, but that argument is a complete amount of bunk. The problem is, is that you know, these, these kids can learn. They want to learn. They want to get this education. They want to improve their lives. It's up to us as the adults to provide a forum for them to be able to succeed. And if you do that, these kids flourish. That's the key. You know, this was the week that you know, somebody in our Wisconsin legislature said that the school choice program was immoral and a failed experiment. These kids were singing a song. Nobody told them to do this, but most of them stood up and started singing along and dancing to the song, a gospel song that we sing here every now and again. It was completely organic. We didn't tell any of these kids to do it, but you know what? It was, it was a, an inspiring moment. These kids could see that they had an opportunity to let the air out of the balloon and, you know, be able to relax in a safe, protected environment, and they were able to do it through worship. And that was something that was really special. You can't tell me that that was a failure. Um, you can't tell me that that's morally wrong. Um, you know, we can get into a little bit later about what I think is morally wrong uh, about the schooling situation here in Milwaukee. But, um, you know, it really is inspiring. That's why I feel like I'm, I'm more blessed to be here than, than anyone here is to have me. Um, it really has refocused me. It's re-energized me. Um, there's just so much going on here that there's so many good things. And I'm sure there are some good schools in MPS, but the last time I did research, at least 70% were either not meeting any expectations or were failing to meet most expectations. As far as I'm concerned, that's a complete failure. I don't know how somebody advocates for that system and sleeps at night.
I couldn't do it. And I'm a lawyer. Um, you know, and so, you know, it's so special what we've got going on here at Milwaukee Lutheran. Shannon is right. According to the Associated Press, the graduation rate in the state of Wisconsin is 90%. But for Milwaukee Public Schools, the graduation rate is 66.7%. That's unacceptable. It's a complete failure for Milwaukee students and the community. The work that teachers like Shannon Whitworth and the faculty at Milwaukee Lutheran are doing is life-changing. They're altering these students' life trajectory and increasing their chances to be successful. They're empowering students with the tools that they need to fend for themselves and to prosper as adults in our communities. Shannon is exactly right. One of the best ways to break the cycle of poverty is to teach children how to be keen, hardworking young professionals who will invest in their communities and create prosperity going forward. Giving kids the skills to manage their money and to ace a job interview, that's tactical, it's real, and it's life-changing. The entire Milwaukee community and the state of Wisconsin will be better off because of the impact of Milwaukee Lutheran's investment in its students. But more important, individual people and their families benefit as well. It's a great story and it's reality. For future episodes and seasons, please subscribe to the Right Idea podcast from No Better Friend Corp on Apple, Ricochet, Luminary, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out online at www.nobetterfriendcorp.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. On behalf of No Better Friend Corp., I'm Kevin Nicholson. Until next time, thanks for listening to the Right Idea podcast. It's so gratifying. It's so gratifying when you see kids take the ball and run with it because you know you've laid the proper groundwork. It's so gratifying when you see that light come on in the classroom. Um, it really just um, it just really makes you feel good. And so down there, as you go down there, that's our art wing. Well, it's an academy. Yeah. They teach things like graphic design, but in the academy, obviously, you're taking different courses and yeah. that type of stuff. But when you graduate, you can say that you're part of the art academy, and so you can see some of the work that goes up here. One of the real neat things, the largest academy is the career academy. You see that? Like this milling machine. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is the old machine. Just had the floors redone. And so imagine, if you will, um, every morning the bleachers are out, and there are chairs all through here facing towards the stage, and that's where we have chapel. Very okay, cool. So the school song is actually "Hail to the Victors." Um, those are the words, but it's the music of "Hail to the Victors." We are. We are. We are.